Welcome to the X-Men Roundtable, an amazing group of divorced men who show up each week to a candid and short discussion about life after divorce from our various and unique experiences. I'm Jason Blount. Thank you for joining me and my friends Peter Hobler, Dustin Drun, Larry McGinnis, and Stuart Young. Here we walk shoulder to shoulder with other divorced dads simply trying to do one right thing after another as we share about relationships, fatherhood, ex-spouses, mindset, and much more. This is the X-Men Roundtable. Back to the X Men Roundtable. We have Larry, Peter, Stuart, Jason, and myself here. Larry's in the field, so if you hear background noise or a bird chirping, that's what's going on there. Um, today we are talking about oh, I don't know how to really define this. I guess I'll start off with the, the we had a conversation about how do I not get hurt in the next relationship, and you know after a divorce, how do you figure it all out? What do you do next? Well, should I be on my own? Should I be in a relationship? If I'm in a relationship, how do I not, you know, how do I protect myself from ever feeling this way again? And so it started to like kind of build momentum. And we always do this. We start talking about it. And then somebody has to say, hold on a second. Before we say another word, somebody hit the button. And so that's what we're doing. So we're starting midstream here. Um, we're going to back it up a little bit and give you a little bit of context of where that all came from. But really, you know, the conversation for me just started off with, you know, if I feel like I want to get into it, or if I'm in another relationship after my marriage, after my divorce is over and everything, and things aren't going right or something like that, and I get hurt again, um, how do I not do that to myself again? How do I not maybe put myself in that position? How much control do I have over that? And we kind of uh, moved into like who who handles who who is in control of that and the ultimate answer is we're in control of ourselves and so i i kind of mentioned that i'm in control of how i feel if i'm hurt in a situation after a certain amount of time i get to decide you know uh how i want to process the information how i want to handle the information and then Stuart started talking about um you know being alone and those kinds of things so who wants to take it from there that's kind of a crazy way to enter into this conversation but someone take it over please well it, it seems like there, there's two camps right there's there's the guys that you know i know there's women li uh, listening in on this too so it's divorced people who want to get into another relationship and there's another camp that says uh never again and i don't know it uh if they're if there's never again because they don't want to get hurt, uh, that's the wrong reason to never again. Because uh, pain is part of the process, I think. Mm. So. And as long as you learn from that pain, and why why did you experience that pain? What were the choices you made that led up to that pain? And one of the things we were talking about. Um, and I'm sure we all know people, we've observed people that do this. They'll be in different relationships over the years, over their lifetime. And a lot of them tend to be pretty negative relationships. So subconsciously, for whatever reason, a lot of people will tend to look for similar underlying traits, characteristics in people. And it doesn't work out well. It doesn't bode well. Um, I have a, a family member who did that. And it's... Uh, 
it's tragic. But now that person is finally, and Larry, you were, I think it was you, Larry, was saying something to, to this effect. Or no, it was used to. We need to spend time with ourselves. You've got to be comfortable with yourself in order to be comfortable in any relationship. And some people feel they have to be in a relationship to be happy. Well, if you can't be happy with yourself, how are you ever going to be in a truly good, positive, happy relationship? Literally, if you can't be happy with you, how can you expect somebody else to be happy with you? What's wrong with you that you can't be happy with yourself? You're going to just give that to someone else. (laughs) It's like do some work first on figuring out who you are. And then you've got something to bring to the table, haven't you, with the next, with the next relationship. But an, an analogy just came into my head then about people, the, the guys in that camp, Larry, that say never again. And I think if you think about builders, after a while, builders will get rough hands. You know, their hands get all calloused, you know, a little bit, you know, and they get tough. You know what, though? That's really great for building, but it's not really good for sensitive you know, being really sensitive mm. about something. If you needed to touch something and know what it was that you, you were feeling, for instance, a builder's not the best person to, to go and get, is he? Because he's got hands, a surgeon maybe, but not a builder, you know. So that the point is, if we harden ourselves, we don't allow ourselves to feel the softness. Builders probably don't really get much sense sensation from velvet, do they? <laughs> Great big, horrible, sandy hands. Mm. Horrible, not horrible. But you know what I mean? If you're a surgeon and you've got these really delicate hands, possibly, you feel velvet. You probably can feel the nap and everything. It just feels beautiful. Well, if we harden ourselves, we don't get the chance to metaphorically feel the velvet mm. in life. Mm. Mm. There's a, I think there's a, uh, something to be said about there's a difference between hardening yourself and, like I said before, setting up boundaries for like the next thing, right? Mm. You, you realize that you know, certain things are maybe non-negotiable in your next relationship, or maybe things that you've done in the past with other people or whatever didn't work out. And so you have to be aware of those things and make adjustments for the next thing going forward. And if you set that expectation up in the beginning and you say, I got hurt by this when this person did that, or I I felt this way, this is a hard stop for me in this, you know, with the next person, you know, that communication is important where you can kind of say, this is, this is where I'm at right now. And this is what I need from another, my next relationship. I don't feel like that's hardening yourself. It's more like, um, you know, expressing yourself with Mm. that next person. And hopefully by doing that, you're also dovetailing with that other person too, where they're like, I hear you, I hear what you're saying. And, and I agree with you on that, you know, or maybe they were hurt in a relationship too. And like, I don't want to feel that way either. So, you know, I think if you can do that, maybe, maybe that's, you know, and I'm therapizing myself through this because I am single, you know? And so um, I, I, I think about it, you know, like, what, what's my next relationship going to be my next successful relationship? What am I looking for? Um, I've been alone more or less for a while and trying to figure out myself and all of that stuff. But like, uh, you know, when I do find that person, if I find that next person, what is she going to look like? You know, what, is, what is it that I want? And I know we've had that conversation before, uh, Stuart, where you put down, ri- literally written down a list. And we, had Eric, we had a guest speaker who we will show up in one of our future episodes here um, who t- said about the same thing. He wrote down a list of, of attributes for the next person he was going to have in his life. And that person manifested themselves in front of like pretty much you found that person. Right. So, um, 
anyway, I'm kind of off topic with all that, but um, but setting up boundaries and expectations and communicating with that what that person might need to understand about you might also help you not to get hurt in the next relationship. Right. Uh, and I, I think that also kind of uh, comes into, if you, if you don't like what Stuart was saying, you know, if you don't work on yourself, if, if, you, if you don't make a change in yourself, you're going to attract the same kind of person so you, with the same kind of problems. Um, and if you don't want those problems again, you have to make the mental decision uh, yeah. or the conscious decision to uh, to write out the list of attributes that you're looking for, and uh, and also make the changes that will uh, in yourself that will attract those attributes. And to your point, Larry, it's important to write them down. Otherwise, they're fleeting thoughts. Write them down so you really know and can focus and make a, make a concerted effort to make whatever shifts are necessary. But cl clarity is exactly what you're talking about. It's important. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I agree with what you guys are saying. I was I know we were we were spitballing this a little bit before we hit the, the record button. I've just been peering in on a couple of groups that I've kind of got attached to lately on Facebook, on Instagram, and there's a lot of, at least on these groups, they're men-centered. There's a lot of angry guys out there that have come out of relationships. Yeah. We all, I think we can all agree that below that anger is the hurt. So the anger is there to stand up for justice for oneself. But they all felt like they got lied to. They were manipulated. Um, they got fooled. Uh, they sold themselves out. They did the best they could. Things fall apart. And they come out of these, you know, and, and who's to say what actually happened? But what has come out is these guys with some anger, some bitterness. And... And guys like to formulate a plan. They like to fix things. They either will um, either try and fix things as they see they need to be fixed, or they're going to control the relationship so it doesn't, so it doesn't happen again. So they protect themselves. And I think in that in that bubble, we as men have to be careful not to uh, philosophize and think so deeply that we don't allow our, our hearts to connect and get that clarity on our being, which uh, Stuart was talking about with having that time alone for ourselves if we go too fast and jump into another relationship and start you know just um hitting the scene go out dating we run too fast we're going to completely run skip over the, the actual lessons we are meant to learn from the relationship of the past if we go too slow we get stuck we get isolated to ourselves we protect ourselves then we keep ourselves from the fallacy of being hurt again because that famous quote from princess bride life is pain princess so <laughs> um, guys, just hike up your skirt and, and accept the fact that there's going to be pain in this life and that by holding yourself back, you're going to be denying yourself the opportunity uh -oh. to grow through something. And if you speed too fast, you're going to possibly skip over the lessons you're meant to learn. And that time alone, um, Dustin talked about it. I know I'm going through it. It allows me to reorient myself to what normalcy looks like in a relationship, what I want. I've got a couple of friends, they joke, and I, I kid with them all the time. I said, you make my left eye kind of Twitter when you do that. It kind of just, because um, there's a couple of things that they do that kind of make me think, ooh, who's going who's gonna to react out of this one? And they don't. They're just being playful with each other. And I've lost that sense of normalcy in some interaction. So it's good to see people. And then I check myself because we can look in, as we write down that list, and, and that's, a, that's, a, that's a great thing to kind of to, to know what we want out of a relationship. But 
the cautionary tale that if we focus on this is what the look is, this is what the hairstyle is, this is what the demeanor is, the income, we still need to reflect back on ourselves to see who do I want to be and what what did I really, I got to take responsibility for myself in that relationship, even though there are things we look on the other side of the fence going, you don't understand, this was done to me, this happened, I was treated this way. But but we're still in 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 responsible. We're, we're still piloting this this meat vessel, this and and we're responsible for how we show up in the next. So we have own it owe it to ourselves to take responsibility for ourselves as we write that list. Am I the person that deserves this this type of person? If I if that's who I want to be, if that's who I want in my life, am I the person that's deserving of that, or how am I showing up that is not allowing that person to show up into my life? But to, I guess the point is to realize that that uh, you're going to experience pain going through or into a new relationship or into that into that area and if you speed too fast you're going to run over the opportunity to learn a lesson if you hold yourself back then you retard yourself from being able to to learn that lesson again or to to learn that lesson that's coming up i guess and and, and to be able to appreciate working on those things with a new relationship yeah the, the, <clears throat> the list that i re- remember making I don't think I had any physical attributes on that list at all. They were all values-based. They're all about who this person's going to be. Who are they? What do they believe in? What are they passionate about? What do they want to achieve? Um, what kind of values do they have? Kindness, trust, and honesty, and all those kinds of things. They're the things that I wrote down on my list. Um, I don't think, I mean, I might be... It's a long time ago, but I don't think there was any physical attributes. I may have said probably brunette, simply because that's a preference. <laughs> that's about as far as I can remember. And, and I agree with that, but do, do you know what I mean, though? It's good to know that what we want, but it's also good to re- take responsibility for how we show up in the relationship. Yeah. So I wasn't trying to counter the, 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 the value of writing a list. No, no, no. No, I get that. Yeah, I was just saying that we we can't we don't want to make that our, our as guys we get on focus on something like that's what I want. Well, if that's what we want, we have to really look back on ourselves and take responsibility for ourselves to to own up to 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 have some. Well, yeah, that we don't bring that that the way we worked in the other relationship and bring that forward. We need to deal with those things as we move forward towards that that list. I got my list and too, I- so I'm not knocking lists. Yeah, yeah. An, no, obs- an observation I have about this too is like Stuart and 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 Jason, like on the list of things that you made, Stuart. I mean, and and I think an important distinction here is to know on the things on the list, like you just said, Jason, where am I showing up on the list things, the items on the list? What am I about in the things that I'm listing out on the person that I'm looking for? Like if 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 I'm like if I want someone who's, you know, I don't know what's on your list, but like whatever the attributes are, if I'm weak in that area, then that should be, that should be a, a red flag that I need to tighten up my game on this uh-huh. part yeah. or that part's not going to show up for me in the next, you know, the next relationship. Right. Yeah. I mean, is that kind of what you're saying too, Jason? Yeah. Yeah. And, and coming back to, well, we don't want to sacrifice ourselves to, for this. We don't want to idolize. Here it is. Um, this is the word I was searching for. We don't want to idolize that list and lose sight of or the responsibility for ourselves. 
to be what to be what we deserve. You know, we talked about boundaries and having those established. We don't want to have something we idolize so much that that we're willing to sacrifice ourselves to get it. We need to look back at ourselves and go, what did I learn from the last relationship as far as communication, as far as, far as anger management, as far as holding boundaries, as far as what did I learn about codependency and controlling? What did I learn about time and distance? And I'm on the other side of the There's no way I'm going to get back to you. As I look at a new relationship, and this is what I want. This is the list. And at the, in that realize I don't want to sacrifice myself. What, what do I want to be too, to, to, to enjoy that list fully, as opposed to the sacrificing myself to make that list my yeah. idol. And, 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 and here, I, far, but that's where I was. Sorry, go ahead. Finish. No, I just, I, I say I may have carried that a little farther than, than you were, you're asking for a dust, but that's kind of what I was, what I've been in tune with lately. It's not to idolize that for myself, for myself, I'm not idolizing that list that I fall back into old patterns. And and here's how I, I actually had an exercise uh, on my website for part of the clarity exercise. But once you figure out the characteristics of that ultimate soulmate that you want to be with for the rest of your life, the next question for each of those characteristics, every one of them, is who and how do I have to be in order to attract that? I think that gets right to the point, Mason and Dustin, what you guys were, were getting into. Who and how do I have to be? To attract that. And basically, you want to attract somebody with integrity that has good sense of humor, whatever. You have to be based in integrity and you have to have a good sense of humor. Mm -hmm. And, and if that's what you want to be, right? Yeah. 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 And even despite that, you may still experience the, the pain of a breakup or, yeah. or whatever. There's no guarantee about that. Well, actually, there, there's a guarantee that you're going to get that something's going to hurt. <laughs> yeah, relationships <laughs> hurt generally. Yeah. Well, then it, it brings, Not all the time, brings, but there are moments. Yes, <laughs> yeah, that's it. I'm, yeah, I'm saying that we, we pick people that hopefully are comfortable enough to put a mirror up to us, and we don't like that's uncomfortable, right? And yeah, and often yeah, often sure. they're true. And we reject it, and it get, you know creates an argument. And then we, when we calm down a bit, we we kind of go, yeah, that is true, you know. But <laughs> but but equally, I'm I'm going to be doing the same thing, right? I'm going to be holding up a mirror to to my wife, and she's going to get upset about that. Um, and sometimes we're just having an argument because we want an argument, I suppose. But, but um, yeah, it's if it was all perfectly smooth, would it be interesting? No, I don't going think so. We never learn anything to, new either. Yeah. Um, what do you do with the so going back to the front of this conversation, which was how do we not get hurt? How does this? How do we bring this back around to that? Uh, die. <laughs> <laughs> you you accept the fact that's that's an unrealistic expectation unless you're going to decide oh, to oh, 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 and you uh, show up and not be the true version of yourself. And you go, you lean into it with resiliency. Well, but I, I think it, you know, there's that ultimate pain of excruciating pain, if you will, uh, a really terrible breakup. You have the heartache. You feel you've been hurt and wronged and all these things. But I think you can minimize the pain by learning 
and and creating shifts within yourself and getting clarity for what you want. Because if you're in a relationship that ends terribly, you know, I think it'd be important to review once you do your list, compare it to where you were and see which of those you had and didn't have. And then you can start to learn, grow, and move on from there. Yeah, and, and you said too. I think your perspective, I believe, is, is, is shifting your perspective instead of just looking at my get get hurt, realizing that's a good possibility. But what am I to gain? And not focus on the hurt part, but focus on the the things you want out of the relationship, all the good attributes, and focus on that because you focus on the pain and and the hurt. That's probably where you're going to be more inclined to be receiving and looking out for. Right. Understand it's part of the it's part of the territory, the topography, but your destination is that relationship where you're having enjoyment, fulfillment, and sustainability. And you know, we mentioned anger sort of toward the beginning. Um, and under what's underlying that anger, but I think it's really important for people to realize the main person intense, intense anger hurts is you. It's the person in the mirror. It'll sabotage everything. And I'm sure we all know people. I have a, a former dear friend who was married twice. He's like, I will never get married again. Because he was so anger, angry and afraid of being hurt and going through all that again. And he's missing out on so much. On so much. So the main person that anger hurts is you. So figure out how to let it go, deal with it, learn and grow from, from what you went through. Let go of the anger. It's going to screw everything up it's going to sabotage you for the rest of your life i love that i love that you just said that that's exactly yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. totally um well uh what do we all think i i think the great i think we all have the call to action which is if you want to make a list or like we have a couple different ones probably like i like the making a, if you're single and are trying to get into another relationship you know maybe make a list of that person that you're trying to you know be with or whatever um that might be a call to action anybody else have any other kinds of call to ac calls to action for this or? i think <laughs> oh, go ahead too. i was only going to say just practice being patient in any hmm. way that you can figure out how to do that because it it might be a long game i was on my own for seven years okay i chose that I chose to be on my own for seven years. <clears throat> but once I decided I wanted to get back in the game, it still took two years to meet my wife, my present wife. So for two years, I had to go out on dates and go out on dates and go out on dates and go on dates and just be patient. That's it. I, I think do the, do the clarity type of exercise. Write down a list of the characteristics you want in the other person. Then for each and every one of those, Step two, write down who and how you have to be to attract that into your life. Mm. And a step three might be to compare those characteristics that you want in somebody, those traits, characteristics, with past relationships. A check by where it was, an X by where you didn't have it. And, and learn and grow from the past experiences. Make sure you let go of that anger. Because there's some wonderful times ahead for you if you can do that. The best times. Yeah. You have mm -hmm. to hold yourself accountable too, right? With that list. I mean, you have to really kind of be honest with yourself about, you know, like, 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 was I really this way? Was there really, I mean, is it just how I see things? I mean, and maybe ask other people too. I don't know. Would you ask other people for outside, like their outside perspective on what they you, saw? You don't want to do this in a bubble. Um, yeah. It's good to have somebody you trust 
therapist, a coach, a really good friend that's not going to be a yes man or a no man, a woman, that you that you're not doing this in a bubble. Somebody you can reflect stuff off of and and you're right to look at some of your past actions, our past actions, and go, I thought I came off this way. What would what you, you think? And here's what I want going forward. And this is what I'm going to do. And, and I need you to hold me accountable that um, I'm going to spend some time alone. I like I like what Stuart said about just having some time alone to, to let things settle from the past relationship and to be a student of oneself. And in that is to have, have somebody you trust so you're not in a bubble. You're not in your own headspace. You got somebody you can bounce ideas and thoughts off. And that might be somebody professional. It might be a really trusted friend or um, advisor. I don't know, but I can't really leave you. Well, um, Larry, we're going to have to ask all your guests over there to keep keep it down while you're doing the recording. <laughs> <laughs> but... Um, but uh, well, we'll wrap it up here, and I'll just say I think we we covered a lot of ground here in twenty minutes, and um, you know, I don't know if we have a res- resolution. I don't think that was actually the the point of it, but um, but I do appreciate all you guys' input and feedback, and and uh, you know, we're all work in progresses, works in progress, and uh, I think that's important. That's another important thing to remember is that we're always just trying to you know improve and get better and you know we want to be the best for ourselves so that we can be the best version of ourselves in our next relationship and and um yeah i think that's that's kind of the at least my goal you know in all of this is to be the the best me for me and and uh you know show up the best that i can for whoever it is that shows up next in my life right so yeah for sure anyway yeah anyone else want to wrap that up or yeah you know and and actually it doesn't yeah the improving yourself doesn't stop once you get that relationship. I've been with Tina for 10 years and I feel like I'm better now than I was 10 years ago, hopefully. Uh, hopefully she agrees. But uh, yeah, it, it's a never-ending project. Yeah. Awesome. Anybody else? Peter? Jason? Stuart? Good? All right. Well, on that note then, I will say thank you everyone again for joining us on the Expert Roundtable. For the fellas, uh, we'll hope to see you next time. We hope we were able to help, and uh, we'll see you the next time. Bye. See you guys. Well, I'd say that's a wrap. We hope that our time together inspired you, lifted you up, and given you hope. We all know how difficult divorce is, and so we believe it's important to share these things and let you know that you're not alone. As a man, as a father, as a human being, It matters how you show up in this world. So hang in there. Now, if you like what you got out of this episode, please be sure and hit the subscribe button below and leave us a comment or review. Oh, and please be sure to recommend it to a friend as well. Now, for more information about this episode and about us X-Men, simply check out the episode description. If there's a topic you'd like us to cover or just want to drop us a comment or a question, you can reach us at thexmenroundtable at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you, and we'll support you in any way that we can. Now, until next week, friends, this has been the X-Men Roundtable.